Hi everyone. Welcome back to So Basically. I am your host, Lauren Wooten. And I am so sorry that I didn't record an episode last week. I can explain. Let me explain myself. I will let y'all know what went down in just a minute. But first, how was y'all's day? I'll tell you how mine was. Uh, I just broke my closet door. I, if you don't know, I record in my closet. I don't have a studio or anything. I'm not that legit. So I record on the floor in my closet because I feel like I get the best sound from in here. And I open my closet door and the little hinge that's like on top of the door. Yeah, it like fell off. So I can't like close it. So that's great. That's how my night's going. Gotta love that, but it's fine. We're not even going to worry about that, even though I am a little bit scared that if I keep my closet door open, something will come out at night. Yes, I am 12. All right, it is what it is. Anyways, <laughs> let me explain why I didn't record an episode last week. So things got pretty hectic. Uh, turns out we ended up getting our season back. I don't know if You listened to the last episode that I dropped, but I explained that Dallas College basically canceled all of our sports seasons, and we were all pretty pissed off about it, but after having a Zoom meeting with the higher-ups, we ended up getting it back, so let's go, (laughs) but no, it really got hectic for me because practice started, and then on top of that, I had classes, so... I just wasn't doing very good when it comes to time management. I still don't think I'm doing very good at the moment because here it is, uh, 10 o'clock at night and I'm recording for like the fourth time because I hated all of the other episodes that I recorded before this. So, oh, and I still have homework to do, but it's fine. (laughs) We're gonna, we're gonna skip over that. But yeah, that is why I didn't end up uploading last week. I'm so sorry about that, but just wanted to let y'all know that I wasn't leaving y'all in the dark or like doing it on purpose. It's just because I had to get my priorities together, you know, school and practice. But now I feel like I'm going to do a little bit better with time management. But we do start games next week. And we play like every other day. So I don't know if I'm going to continue to upload just on Tuesdays at noon I might just record whenever I can and then upload an episode whenever I'm available to. So I will keep you updated on that, but make sure you are following up with the Twitter at SB Podcast with two T's, or you can look on my Snap or my Instagram stories. I usually update about the podcast on those two. So yeah. So sorry about that, but I will try my best to stay consistent with it because I actually really love recording. I love making the podcast. It's something that I enjoy and something that I just like doing in my free time. So yeah, besides that, I just want to thank all of you that tune in every week or whenever I upload, don't come at me, tune in as far as today because I have reached almost 400 plays for the podcast, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but to me, I feel like it's a big accomplishment because when I first started the podcast, 
I was scared that people would tune into like the first episode and be like, okay, cool. She did it. And then not listen to it anymore. But I'm actually really shocked that there have been like consistent listeners and that I have gotten a lot of feedback saying how much y'all enjoy the podcast and how much, you know, y'all like hearing what I have to say. Like it really means a lot. So I want to thank all of y'all that are weekly listeners or first time listeners Basically, if you tune in, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for the support. Again, I love the feedback. I love the messages that y'all give me. And I absolutely love putting out content for y'all. And I'm glad that I'm putting out content that y'all enjoy hearing. So thank y'all so much for that. I feel like I have reached a really big goal. Almost 400 plays. That's huge to me. Even though it may not sound like a lot, I, I love that for me. So thank you. And I hope I can continue to put out this content for y'all. So, enough of that sappy shit. (laughs) Y'all know how we start these episodes. I gotta give y'all the weekly life update. Now, when it comes to this, I I actually have to catch y'all up on like two weeks worth. Because, again, I didn't drop an episode last week. So let me give y'all a little recap on everything. Um... Like I said a few minutes ago, we got our season back, practices started, classes are kicking my ass. It's literally been three weeks. Like, this is the third week, and they're kicking my ass completely. And it's not that they're hard. It's just I have three classes in particular out of the four that have so much reading and material to go over in such a short span of time that I feel like I spend pretty much the rest of my day when I come home from practice doing nothing but homework literally I come home from practice maybe around two o'clock I do homework till like 10 30 11 shit sucks but trying to get this degree um real hot girl shit so (laughs) it it does kind of suck though because sometimes I wish I could like go out and have fun but at the same time we're in a parallelogram so we can't really go do anything fun anyways besides maybe go out to eat so (laughs) or be outside but it's too cold for that in Dallas right now so yeah classes are kicking my ass a little bit but you know trying to get this degree and I was the one that registered for these classes so I'm gonna have to suck it up and deal with it (laughs) will my mental health slowly deteriorate yeah probably um will I need to go see my therapist yeah probably um (laughs) will my anxiety rise yes sir it will it's already there it's already skyrocketing but you know what it's okay because it's something that I work on every day it's just something that I deal with it's fine that's what therapy's for (laughs) but anyways we're gonna go ahead and dive right into today's topic because I went through something this past week that really got me thinking about this topic so today we will be talking about friendships which you know can, can be happy and you know exciting and all this but at the same time there can also be negatives. I'm not saying like having friends is negative, but let me just explain. Let me explain myself so I can be more clear. So y'all are like, sis, are you good? Here's the thing. 
this past week, I've been thinking a lot. And I've been self-reflecting basically on like how much I've grown in the past, literally like the past month or two. And when I'm thinking about like friendship wise, I used to be the type of person through like middle school and most of high school that I felt like everyone needed to like me. I hated when people disliked me. Like, I don't know if it's because I was really nice or I just, I'm a social butterfly. I like to be friends with people. But if I felt like someone did like me, it was like my mission to get them to like me. Which, why? Literally, why put that much effort? Like, sis, what were you thinking? I was young, okay? But yeah, I used to be the type of person that like had to get people to like me because I hated the idea that people disliked me and didn't want to be my friend. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, so now, self-reflecting the past couple months, I have come to realize that really in the past, not just couple months, but really I'd say like half a year, I've grown out of that and have kind of been to the point where I'm like, I, I could really care less what you think about me, you know? And really the beginning of senior year is when this started. I kind of got to the point where I'm like, I don't really have to have that many friends. Like, what was I thinking trying to get everyone to like me and please everyone? Like, why was I trying to be such a people pleaser? Like, no, not everyone has to like me, you know? So definitely senior year is when that kind of hit. And I kind of started, you know, adjusting how I made friends, things like that. I was adjusting those kind of decisions around the fact that I don't have to please everyone and not everyone has to be my friend. Not everyone has to like me. You know, it is what it is. It's really not a big deal because in high school, if you think about it, you probably won't see like 90% of those people ever again in your entire life. So... Is it a big deal if, you know, 90% of your class doesn't like you? No. It's really not a big deal. Half of them probably don't even know who you are. So, like, it's, it's, it's really not that deep. But I was the type of person that was like, yes, yes, you have to like me. Like, please be my friend. Like, no, no. What were you thinking, young Lauren? Huh? But, yeah. Uh, senior year to now, kind of you know, gotten to the point where I'm like, I couldn't really give a shit what you think. Um, I, I don't really care. Like if we're friends, then we're friends. And if we're not, then okay, we just go about our day, you know? So the reason why I have been thinking a lot about this is because something came up this past week where there was a situation, this girl I used to know in high school that I haven't talked to in about two plus years or so um she was apparently trying to start shit about me on her social medias I don't have her on any social media because I don't talk to her anymore so I had people that I'm friends with come to me and tell me that she was saying this stuff and I could trust them because they have her on social media and they they showed me what she was saying and honestly like at first my my first reaction was to get 
angry about it. Like, okay, why is she trying to start shit? Like, I haven't talked to her in this many years, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, but then I kind of chilled out for a second and I was like, wait, this is literally not even important. It is not worth it because you want to know why? Because one, we are grown ass people right now. Like I'm about to be 20 this year. Okay, I don't have time for drama. Who starts drama after high school? Especially with people from high school. Like, what is the point in that? We are grown. We're in college. We have gone our separate ways. We have done our own thing. So why start drama with people from high school? It literally makes no sense to me. And I'm at the point in my life where I have developed this attitude as, you know, I don't have time for this. So if there's an issue, we can solve it by you coming to me and telling me what that issue is. We we can talk it out. Okay, like there is no need to shit talk on social media, you know, run to social media, all that. It's it's BS. Like if there's an issue, please come talk to me. But if not, then, you know, keep your name out of my mouth or keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> Just had a stroke. Sorry guys, it's late. But anyways, I just think it's kind of silly, you know, like a little immature. So I was going to react to it like on socials and everything, but I was like, it's really not worth it. Like it's not worth wasting my breath about, you know, it is what it is. I'm off here in a totally different city doing my own thing, like going to college, playing sports, meeting new people. So like in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that big a deal. And again, I've gotten to the point in life where I don't really care what you think about me because I know that the friend group that I have, at least from high school, the people that I was closest to, I know they have my back and I know that they know what kind of person I am. So regardless of what they see, they'll know who I am, you know, and those are the type of friends that you want to have in your life. You want to have those type of friends that you really feel secure around. Like, you don't want to have to continue to guess where you stand with people because that just leaves you wishy-washy, you know, in certain friendships and even in relationships. And honestly, it's unfair to the both of you if you just kind of sit around and kind of wonder where y'all stand with each other. So it's always good to have those kind of people in your life that you know you're solid with. And I definitely feel like the people from high school that I still keep in contact with, I definitely feel like those are those solid people. Like, those are those solid friends that I know that I will have for life. Like, even if we don't talk every day or we don't contact each other for, you know, an amount of months or years, I know that I can still count on them to be a good friend. Like, if something went wrong, God forbid, tomorrow, like something happened to me or, you know, something happened to a family member, something like that. I know those are the friends that would surround me with love and make sure that I knew that they were there for me. And those are the kind of people you want in your life. And here's the thing. When it comes to friendships, I feel like people throw around the word fake a little too often when it comes to outgrowing people. Because here's the thing, outgrowing friendships, outgrowing certain people, 
that's that's just life you know sometimes you meet someone and you're friends with them for a certain amount of time and then maybe y'all have different interests and y'all just go separate ways or you know y'all um maybe have different career paths and then you start hanging out with people that are more like in your career path and like understand what you want to do in life that kind of stuff like there is I, I, in my opinion, that's not being fake if you outgrow someone. Because there could be so many different levels. Like, maybe you're maturing faster than this certain person that you're outgrowing. Or, like I said before, y'all just have different interests the older y'all get and go your separate ways. I feel like ending friendships, it it doesn't always have to end on bad terms. Because friendship breakups suck. They really do. In my opinion, I feel like friendship breakups hurt more than like relationship breakups like that shit hurts but I feel like it doesn't always have to end in a bad way I feel like a lot of people when it comes to friendships they think of it as like oh well if we stop being friends then that must mean that something should have happened to the point where like oh we for sure can't be friends anymore like no that doesn't necessarily have to be a thing like you could literally just grow apart or outgrow each other like in my opinion that's not being fake if you outgrow each other because again it's just a part of life like not everyone that walks into your life is going to stay there forever there are definitely people that will and those are the people you know that you want to keep close and that you know you're secure with but like I'm saying that not everyone that walks into your life is automatically staying there for forever it's just not a thing unless of course it y'all are just like really good friends or something but like (laughs) I'm saying not everyone that you meet everyone that you come across you know so hold on quick water break y'all know the drill I'm definitely not drinking enough water that's probably why I cramp up so much in practice (laughs) I really need to start drinking more water and like my throat gets dry when I'm recording because I don't know I don't know I'm in a closet and like (laughs) I don't know guys sorry if I sound like raspy and sound like a man my apologies anyways but yeah I really don't see um any like quote-unquote fakeness going around when it comes to outgrowing each other because it's really just a part of growing up it's a part of life it happens to everybody please don't think that every time someone kind of loses contact or leaves your life please don't always think of it as a negative thing because honestly sometimes it could be a blessing in disguise because you never know like until after the fact that someone could really be holding you back. And I'm not saying that every friend that you end up growing apart from is like holding you back, but there are certain situations where after you look back at that friendship, you can kind of see like, okay, that friendship wasn't really the best thing for me because it could have either been toxic for you or them, the both of you. Because, yes, friendships can definitely be toxic, not just relationships. And y'all know how I feel about toxic relationships. But anyways, off topic. 
but yeah, it could have affected your mental health, you know, your self-confidence, that kind of thing. Like there's so many different things that could have affected that friendship. And when you look back at it, like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that we outgrew each other anyways, because now I feel like I'm a better person now that I have kind of found myself and grown out of something that was possibly toxic for you. So in my opinion, I feel like outgrowing someone, whether it's a friend or a significant other, it's not always a bad thing. You can't always look at it as a negative. Try to look at it as a positive as well, which I know can be hard sometimes, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was just on my mind a lot this past week because that whole situation of that girl, you know, trying to start shit for no reason. Um, it was just kind of dumb to me because like, I haven't talked to her in a while, obviously like two plus years. And on top of that, I feel like we didn't, we didn't end things on a bad note. Like we didn't get in a big fight or anything like that. We just kind of outgrew each other. But now that I'm looking at it, maybe it was definitely a good thing that we outgrew each other. Because it's obvious that, you know, things wouldn't mesh now. (laughs) So, like, you can't always look at it in a negative way. You kind of have to look for the positives. But I also want to shout out a couple people real quick. Um... First, my roommates, they are absolutely amazing. They're always there for me and not just because they live with me. Um, (laughs) I definitely feel like I can go to them about anything. Um, Even though we kind of stay separated in our rooms most of the time, like doing homework, I just really love like having them here because when I came home for Christmas and I was living alone... I did not like that. I did not like living alone. I have to have someone here. And like, I mean, it was nice at first, but then I started missing them. So, you know, I just love having them here. They're always so supportive and I just love talking to them. Also, my teammates, like the rest of my team, I love them to death. Um, We all like mesh pretty well and I feel like I get along with them. And especially the sophomores, they were like really welcoming, really open, which is what I enjoyed, which is why I joined the school. But anyways, um, yeah, I also really love my teammates. I feel like they're very supportive as well. And also my two best friends, because honestly, they are the reason, well, they, they are two of the big reasons why I'm still here because There was a point in time when things were really dark for me. And I'm not going to get emotional, but like, y'all know I'd be open and honest and raw on this podcast. So I'm going to let y'all in. But yeah, there was a really dark time in my life when I just didn't want to be here. And honestly, if my best friends weren't there for me, then there would be a a slight chance that I would not be here talking on the podcast right now. So I absolutely love them for that. Like, I know that I can go to them for absolutely anything. They know me like the back of their hand. And 
honestly, I'm just so blessed to have them. So NIE, Ladarian, if you're listening, y'all the best. Love y'all to death. Thank y'all for everything. Y'all really have no idea um, how much y'all improve my mental health. So <laughs> thank y'all. And of course, there's a lot of people from high school that I still stay in contact with. And honestly, I miss them too. Like, yeah, I could, I could talk to them, Snapchat them every day, but like, you still have that feeling of like missing people, especially if you haven't seen them in a while, like in person or like had a face-to-face conversation. But, you know, I still keep in contact with them because they were definitely people that I was close to in high school. So I want to be able to continue to have those connections with them because I feel like those are the friends that would also be like lifelong friends, you know? So again, though, you don't have to have like a super big friend group in order to be happy. Like, I feel like I have, you know, a a nice little circle and that's okay. Like I'm satisfied with the amount of people that I'm like genuinely close stroke stroke part two (laughs) that I'm genuinely close to because I know that they're gonna be there for me regardless so shout out to y'all as well and also of course I have to shout out my listeners again because y'all are amazing and y'all tune in every time I drop an episode so thank y'all truly thank y'all y'all make me so happy but okay water break again bitches all right we're gonna go ahead and dive right into questions because I honestly feel like I got a lot of good ones and I want to make sure that I get through all of them so that's what we're gonna do so question number one somebody said How many chance, oh my God, why do I keep having strokes? Sorry guys, my illiteracy is showing. (laughs) Somebody said, how many chances should a friend be allowed to have before you cut them off for good? In my opinion, it depends on the situation, but if I had to just free ball it, I would say two, because here's the thing. If someone is in your life, if a friend is in your life, you would expect that friend to hold it down for you. You would expect that person to care for you, to have your back, to love you, etc. Everything that a good friend would do. So if you find out that this friend that you have is not treating you how you should be treated, or say you're giving off you know, really good energy to them and, you know, you're putting in a lot of effort in the friendship and they just aren't reciprocating that energy, then you should, of course, first try to talk to them about it. Let them know what's bothering you, you know, what's on your mind because, of course, any good friendship, just like a relationship, you have to communicate about things. You know, tough love. You got to be open and honest with them. If you feel like something isn't right, just sit them down or get them on a call, something like that, and let them know. You know, let them know what's bothering you or what they're doing that possibly is hurting you and your feelings, your mental health, etc. So, 
sit them down, talk to them. If they still kind of blow it off or they still aren't treating you how you think a good friend should be treated, then that's when it's time to dip. That's when it's time to cut that shit off because same thing with relationships. You don't want to be associating with someone that isn't good for your mental. You don't want someone to basically be sucking all of this time and energy out of you just for them to not give you the same energy back, if that makes sense. You want to be around people and surround yourself with people that have genuine love and you know, support for you. Because if you're surrounding yourself with the kind of people that just backstab you and just aren't being real with you and genuine with you, you really don't want that. Because if anything, that's hurting you and your mental health. And, you know, you can also change the way you look at friendships. You know, one one bad apple. I mean, okay. <laughs> Ew, I hate that I said that. (laughs) Oh my god. But yeah, like y'all get what I'm saying. You don't want to surround yourself with people that are toxic for you. You know, friends or significant others. So, in my opinion, they get two chances. First time, talk to them, sit them down, let them know how you're feeling and everything. They can either be like, alright, I'll work on it, etc. And everything goes good. Or they can keep doing the same shit. And then that's when you kind of have to open your eyes and be like, okay, yeah, they aren't really changing and taking in what I had to say. So maybe it's time to dip. So two chances at the most. All right. Somebody said, how do you deal with your friend having a significant other and you're single? We used to do everything together, but it seems like now she doesn't have time for me. See, this one's kind of tough because I get it. You have a significant other. You want to spend time with that person, obviously, like, especially in the honeymoon phase when, you know, the relationship's new and, you know, y'all want to spend a lot of time together, all this good stuff. I get that. Like, relationships are fun. I obviously am not in one, but they're fun when you're in one because... You know, you do have that person that you can spend a lot of time with and kind of have soul ties with and all this. Like, of course, you can have that in a friend, too. But I don't know. There's just something about having a significant other. But anyways, I get it. You want to spend time with them, you know, get to know them on a deeper level, that kind of thing. But you have to be able to find a balance, you know, and this isn't your fault, okay? If your friend is spending a lot of time with her significant other and is just kind of blowing you off, don't think that it's your fault, especially if you're trying to put in time and effort into the friendship still and she's like just pushing you away. It's not your fault at all, at all. In my opinion, you could, if the, I don't know if the relationship is new, but If the relationship is still kind of fresh, just give them some space. Let them do their thing. Because 
like I said, the honeymoon phase, everything's good. Everything's, you know, oh, like this relationship is great. So let them have their space, you know, but once they're done, like having that fresh new relationship about a month in or so, at least try to hit her up and be like, hey, so, you know, you've been spending a lot of time with so-and-so. So I was wondering if we could hang out, you know, I really miss you we need to catch up, like, I miss our friendship, etc. If you try to contact her and she still blows you off, at that point, you kind of just have to step back. I'm not saying that you have to drop her completely, but you kind of just need to step back and let her do her own thing because you don't want to be prioritizing someone that obviously is not trying to make time for you because you could be prioritizing her all day you could be asking her to hang you could be planning stuff to do with her calling her texting her trying to get in contact and just having her at the top of your list but she's still over here blowing you off that's not fair to you so you don't necessarily have to drop her but at the same time you got to realize like okay she is not making time for me. I'm not saying she has to choose you over her boyfriend because again, I get it. Like having a significant other is is great and everything, but she has to be able to find that balance. She has to be able to make time for you as well. And if you feel like she is capable of making time for you, but she still refuses not to, then you just kind of have to fall back. You know, no hard feelings or anything like you know, let her be happy with her significant other, but there's really nothing you can do if you've already tried to contact her and hang out with her, that kind of thing. So if you try to tell her, hey, I feel like we haven't been hanging out as much because you're kind of blowing me off, etc. If she doesn't respond well to that, then just be like, okay, bet. And just kind of chill. Just kind of lay back because, again, you don't want to prioritize someone in your life that isn't giving you the time of day. You know, it's just not fair to you. So there's that. This is a good question. All right. Somebody said, what do you do when your friend gets with an old ex that cheated on you? Do you pretend it doesn't bother you or are they fake for even getting with them? Hmm... Again, this is not something that is your fault personally because in my opinion, if I was in this situation, I definitely feel like I would be a little uncomfortable. But at the same time, you have to think about it like it's kind of on them. Like if they know that this ex cheated on you, and treated you badly, and they still decide to get with them, sis, that is, (laughs) this might sound harsh, but that is not your problem, bro, like, (laughs) because I can tell you now, like, if she's choosing to get with this dude that has cheated on one of her friends, which is you, before, and she thinks that won't happen to her, honey, you got a big storm coming, (laughs) that's crazy. 
in my opinion, I feel like you should just fall back on this situation. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that this person is fake because that is really their own personal choice. Um, you know, I, I really don't know how they would come to that decision, but (laughs) you know, try not to judge here, but yeah, I would just fall back. If you feel like this situation makes you uncomfortable, then for sure don't stick around. In my opinion, I feel like that these two people, meaning your ex and this friend, are not people that you want to surround yourself with anyways. So it's better if you just kind of remove yourself from the equation. And again, it's don't think of it like, oh, I did something wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. In my opinion, your friend and your ex did. Because at least one of them should know that there's a boundary. But, you know, I guess it all just depends on the person. But, yeah, in my opinion, I feel like you should kind of fall back. Let them be. See how that plays out. (laughs) But, wow. Because, here, I'll give you a little tip. I'll, I'll give her a little tip. This kind of happened to me. Um, well, not, I wasn't really friends with the girl. Basically, I got cheated on by this dude with this girl. And she, like, hit me up and was like, oh, girl, we are too good for him. I can't believe he did that to us, blah, blah, blah. Like, it made me feel really good because I was like, okay, yeah, she has my back. And, like, it's his fault. It's not her fault. Like, she didn't know. So, yeah, I was like, you know what, sis, you're right. Like, the f- <laughs> fuck him like many shit you know and then like two days later she's like dating him and and I think they're still together I haven't spoken to him and god knows how long but I I think they're still together <laughs> so I'm like bruh and that happened I think my sophomore year of high school so that's kind of crazy like <laughs> People could really be like, oh, he ain't shit, she ain't shit, all this, and still, like, get with them. I don't know. I I truly don't know. It is what it is. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, I would say, you know, kind of be the bigger person and just remove yourself from the situation because it's not fair to you and it obviously makes you uncomfortable, so why continue to basically just, like, sit around and watch it happen, you know? So, there's that. Okay, somebody said, how do you know you have a fake friend or friends? Hmm. I would say you would probably know just by the way that they treat you. And it is kind of hard to tell because the whole point of, like, being fake to someone is being nice to them to their face and then like either talking shit or you know doing something to start trouble with the person behind their back so I I definitely think it could be hard to kind of point out fake friends at first but I would just say like really pay attention like if you have a suspicion that someone's being fake to you really pay attention to how they treat you you know the things they say the way they act around you, the way they act around other people when you're around, like, 
you kind of just have to really analyze the situation. And if it comes to find out that that person is being fake or they just aren't being a good friend to you, then y'all know my motto, drop them. (laughs) Just (laughs) remove yourself from the situation. But no, on a serious note, I feel like it really shows in just how people treat you. And you have to really look for sly shit. Like, if they are low-key, like, hurling insults at you and everything, like, it's different if y'all are really good friends. Like, me and my best friends, we insult each other all the time, but we know, like, we're joking. But if they be doing some shit, like, say y'all are in a group of people and they kind of say some sly shit that kind of makes you look like a small, like makes you feel small around other people, then that's kind of like, okay, that's not cool. Like, you, what, what is that? Like, <laughs> what kind of behavior? So you just have to look for the little things. But of course, you don't want to like overanalyze every person that you run into. Like they're obviously they're genuine people in the world. Like I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but if you have a suspicion that someone is being fake, then you kind of have to sit back and observe how they're treating you and like how they're acting. But also if people just come up to you and they're like, hey, your friend so-and-so, yeah, they're talking mad shit about you behind your back, then... You can go up to him and be like, hey, bro, what's going on? And if they're like, oh, oh, it's nothing. They'd be like, I, I got the receipts. So you want to keep lying? Like, keep lying. But yeah, that's that's kind of an easier situation when people actually tell you about it. But, you know, if people aren't really telling you what's up, then you got to kind of figure out for yourself. I would say just sit back, analyze. That's that. Water break. All right, last couple questions. Here we go. Somebody said, do you tell your best friends everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell them everything. It may not be like in the moment of something happening, but I sure as hell tell them everything. Like, for instance, I talk to my guy best friend pretty much every day. So I kind of update him on my life as it goes, you know, because he's already there. But when it comes to my girl best friend, Anae, you know, we both have pretty busy schedules, so we try to find time, whether it's to, like, FaceTime or text, you know, we try to find time to kind of update each other on our lives for, like, a set amount of weeks, but, you know, if it's something that is big enough that I'm like, oh, sis has to know, then I will text her immediately. I'm like, girl, guess what just happened but lately my life has been kind of boring um I mean (laughs) I just don't really have any excitement so like I'm just kind of chilling so I don't really have anything to be like bitch bitch guess what so yeah but I tell them everything about me there's not a single thing that they don't know so (laughs) If you're like, don't tell anyone, I'm like, oh, girl, I won't, except for this and this, they, they gotta know, like, (laughs) so yeah, okay, somebody said, is it easy for you to make friends? Honestly, 
I feel like it is. And it's really just because I'm very outgoing. If you know me, you know that I don't really care what people think. Um, I am very talkative, outgoing. I'm a social butterfly. So I tend to make friends pretty easily. But at the same time, I'm also struggling with anxiety. And with anxiety comes social anxiety. So like sometimes... I feel annoying and sometimes I <laughs> like don't like approaching people. So it really, it, I don't know, it's half and half. Like, I guess it just depends on how I meet the person because there's sometimes where I feel really awkward and I'm like, okay, this, this isn't going well. They're not going to want to be my friend. So it really just depends. But I feel like for the most part, I'm pretty good at making friends. So, yeah. All right, last question. Somebody said, what do you usually do with your best friends? Um, honestly, it really depends. Most of the time when I was back home, we would just go spend money that we weren't supposed to spend. We would try to go into town, um, try to find fun stuff to do, whether it's like ice skating, museum, shopping, that kind of thing. Um, one time I brought both of them to my grandparents' house for my little like graduation dinner. So that was fun. They got to meet my dad's side of the family. So they're definitely part of, part of the family. They're definitely part of us. So, but yeah, I I would say the big thing is, um, spending money. Which is not always a good thing, but, because I'm a broke bitch, but it's still fun, so, you know, it's fine, it's fine. No one's actually paying attention to my bank account, right? Besides me? Anyways, and it shows. So, yeah, pretty much spending money, that's it. But that is the last question that I had. So... I really liked this topic. I feel like I was struggling with it at first because the first like three times I tried recording this, I absolutely hated it. And one of the times Milo, which is our cat here, um, he kept meowing profusely at my door until I opened it. And he, all he did was come and sit in the closet with me. I'm like, really? You did all that for, for this? Um, so yeah, I had to stop recording and start over for that. So I don't know. I was kind of all over the place with this episode, but after taking a shower and (laughs) thinking about my last recording for this topic, I was like, no, I'm going to start over. So this is like my fourth recording for the night, but do I care? No, because I feel like it was good. But anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for sending in questions. And again, thank you all so much for almost getting me to 400 plays on the podcast. It's it's literally insane to me. I cannot wait to continue to put out content for y'all that y'all hopefully enjoy. And my goal is to get to at least a thousand plays by like, I don't know, maybe April, May. I feel like that's kind of a stretch, but like, who knows? Who knows? Again, y'all are amazing. Thank y'all for everything. I truly appreciate the feedback and 
y'all just tuning in at all, y'all are the best. So, with that being said, make sure y'all keep up with the Twitter at SB Podcast to tease. So that way I can let y'all know when I will be dropping episodes if things get crazy. But anyways, I love y'all. Be safe. Have an amazing week. And I don't know. Just say fuck it. <laughs> what a way to end the episode. Anyways, I really need to start doing some homework. So I'm a dip. So love y'all. Bye.